Hi, I'm Jayan Sriram and welcome to In Focus, the Hindu's analysis podcast. Thanks for joining us. Before we start today's episode, a quick announcement. You can now get the In Focus podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts and on Stitcher. That's Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. And we're working to get it on other platforms as well, but I hope that's a start to connecting with more of you. And on to today's episode. We're talking about the opposition parties in India and their strategy now toward the CAA, the Citizenship Amendment Bill, and the NRC that might follow. If you've been following the news, you'll know that the Congress tried to organize a meeting of parties on uh, January 13th to come up with a kind of joint strategy. Some things were decided upon, but really, the whole event was dominated by the fact that many parties pulled out. That includes uh, Mamta Banerjee and the TMC, the Aadmi Party, and even, to many people's surprise, the DMK, which is um, really a staunch Congress ally. So, what's the political way forward now? I wanted to get an idea about this because it's been about a month now since protests against the CAA in various parts of the country started. They're still going, of course, but I think there's been a notable lack of a political force really taking the lead from them. So, to that effect, this episode is short and sweet, I think, and something of a political update. And joining me for it today is Deputy Editor Sandeep Fukan. He did much of the reporting on the Congress meeting yesterday. So, let's get down to it. Sandeep, hi, welcome to the podcast. Good to talk to you. So, Sandeep, I wanted to ask you, so look, the, the protests over the CAA and the um, NRC in various parts of the country, they've completed roughly over a month. Uh, the momentum is still strong in several places. Um, but we haven't really seen it, um, seen it being espoused as a political cause by the opposition parties, or there's at least no unity in that sense. It hasn't really seemed to have happened. So, why do you think that is, firstly? Let's cover that first. Well, yeah, that's an interesting question. I mean, uh, many have been asking that, you know, uh, while people have been protesting out in the streets, braving the cold, uh, and, you know, um, taking on the government, challenging the government, uh, because the law has anyways been passed in parliament, uh, why isn't the principal opposition party, let's say, the Congress party, why isn't the Congress party seen hitting the streets or, uh, you know, taking lead in terms of giving it a political color or political shape? Eventually, you know, after all, it's uh, a matter of politics. Uh, now, these questions have been raised and uh, answers haven't been, uh, you know, very forthcoming uh, Though privately many Congress leaders I have spoken to believe that they do not want this movement to become a Congress versus BJP battle. They believe that uh, this is an organic protest. Uh, this has happened simultaneously uh, and it is uh, going on quite peacefully uh, and it's a people's movement. So instead of you know uh, Congress taking the lead uh, you know, where the ruling party, the BJP, gets a handle, they can always say that it is the Congress uh, who is misleading people. Uh, people otherwise are quite happy. So they don't want that sort of a narrative to be built around these protests. And they believe that let the people take the lead 
and political parties can really be the facilitators. Uh, interesting that you asked this question because this was a uh, debate that happened even during the meeting of the opposition leaders. Uh, a meeting was convened by Sonia Gandhi on January 13th where there was a clear yeah. difference of opinion between left leaders who wanted these protests to uh, become political and political parties take lead. People like uh, Sitaram Yachuri and D. Raja were clearly in favor of, uh, of such a move. Uh, I am told that uh, even uh, Rahul Gandhi was uh, agreeable to such a role. However, the senior lot of Congress leaders, including Congress President Sonia Gandhi, uh, ruled against it in the sense that uh, Mrs. Gandhi felt that uh, this is the people's movement. It is now the people who have come out and taken the lead in taking on the government and uh, let them have the momentum. And as and when political parties need to raise this in different fora, they will do that. I mean, whether it's approaching the Supreme Court or uh, having a debate in Parliament, because the people cannot debate it in Parliament. It's only an elected representative who will debate it. And that's, that's when the political parties will step in. And that is how the opposition parties agreed on a plan of action on three dates. The first date is January 23rd, uh, Netaji Subhash Chandra Bose's birth anniversary. That's when the political parties have appealed to citizens to come out uh, and, you know, recall the sacrifices made by freedom fighters uh, and protect the constitution uh, on that day. On January 26th, uh, the political parties, all the opposition parties in their own respective ways and in their own respective strongholds will organize mass readings of uh, the preamble where citizens would be encouraged to come and read the preamble and what they understand from that preamble, uh, preamble to the Indian constitution. Uh, and um, on January 30th, the martyrdom uh, day of uh, Mahatma Gandhi, Again, uh, you know, they will ask citizens to take a resolve to protect the spirit of the Indian constitution. So that is what they have agreed upon right now. Okay, so the opposition parties, well, there was some talk yesterday that, you know, though the Congress wanted to take the lead in this meeting, several people, uh, several parties pulled out of this meeting. And there, there are some questions about whether the Congress actually has, the, um, has it in them to take the lead on this issue. Um, what were they expecting really? Were they expecting people to pull out or were they expecting a more united front in terms of the opposition? No, you know, uh, this meeting that was convened by the Congress President, Mrs. Gandhi, was essentially to you know, formulate a common strategy among all parties. Uh, see, individually, if you look at the parties, you know, every party is doing their own bit in terms of putting up a resistance to the new, uh, newly amended citizenship law. If you look at West Bengal, Mamta Banerjee, for days she had been hitting the streets uh, against the Citizenship Amendment Act. Uh, in Kerala, uh, we saw a rare sight uh, where political rivals, both the left parties and the Congress, uh, and the Congress leadership in the state of Kerala, uh, came together. And we all know how bitter rivals they are in Kerala, but both Congress and left leaders came together and uh, held a dharna. Kerala again took the lead in uh, 
you know, getting a resolution passed in the assembly saying that it will not implement the citizenship amendment law uh, and so on. So yeah. individually, uh, states or parties have been doing. Uh, the idea of this meeting was that can there be a coordinated effort where the opposition can put up a united face. That effort certainly suffered a setback. Uh, in fact, a jolt. Um, you know, predictably, Mamta Banerjee really did not want to cede the leadership position to Congress. And uh, that is somewhere linked to the fact that West Bengal will have elections uh, next year, in uh, assembly elections next year, sometime in April, May. So uh, Mamta Banerjee can ill afford to be seen as playing the second fiddle to the Congress uh, ahead of the assembly election. Clearly in Bengal, she's the boss and she wants to be that way. And uh, in any case, she had taken the lead in opposing CAA. And that's why she doesn't want to cede that leadership position. Uh, when it comes to BSP, the Bahujan Samaj Party uh, chief, Mayavati, tweeted and explained that she was upset about the fact that six BSP legislators in Rajasthan uh, had been, uh, you know, lured by the Congress and they all of them left the BSP and joined the Congress party. So she was very, very upset about that. Samajwadi party also wanted to maintain a safe distance. Ahmadmi party again because of elections in Delhi where the Congress is going to be an important rival uh, of the party. Uh, they wanted to maintain that distance. So, given these differences, I think that um, the uh, the picture of opposite uh, united opposition certainly suffered a setback. But I think the bigger setback was uh, Congress's all-weather ally, DMK, pulling out at the last minute. They were unhappy uh, about a statement being made by Tamil Nadu Congress leader against their party chief M K Stalin, and that's why they boycotted the meeting as a form of protest. Uh, but when this question was asked to Congress leaders, uh, leaders like Gulam Nabi Azad, they said that, uh, you know, as far as the issue is concerned, all political parties are one on the issue, even if they did not attend the meeting. So, yes, in terms of um, sending out a message, uh, the meeting seems to have suffered a setback. Uh, but then, you know, um, this is politics, so you lose one day, you win another day. Um, you know, in terms of uh, all political parties being one on the issue, I think it's quite notable that um, the issue of the CAA, um, the NRC that might follow, um, perhaps that does, there is a bit of ambiguity here because um, you, have a, you have a recent column uh, that you wrote where you mention uh, Mr. Kejriwal in particular and him sort of taking a Quite a quite a cautious stand. Um, it's not your, your column is not particularly about the CAA, but it's more right. about what happened in JNU. Um, do you get a sense that uh, this this is an issue that maybe some politicians, some political parties, see a benefit in keeping a little bit of a distance from? Yes, absolutely, without a shadow of doubt. See, uh, when it comes to look at the way this narrative was initially built, and um, for example, when uh, the matter was being, uh, you know, when, when the matter came to, um, let's say, in the Lok Sabha, when this Citizenship Amendment Act came for passage in Lok Sabha, uh, Congress's ally, Shiv Sena, and by then the government uh, had been formed, at least the alliance was clearly formed, 
and Shiv Sena had voted in support of the bill. After the Congress talked to them and uh, said that you know uh, this goes against uh, our idea of constitutionalism, Shiv Sena decided to stay away in the uh, you know they abstained from voting in the Rajya Sabha, and there are many other parties who uh, voted. Uh, you know who are now um, strongly opposing the bill, but uh, on the floor of the house they voted for the bill. JDU voted for the bill. Um, of course, JDU is an ally of um, you know JDU is an ally of uh, uh, the BJP. But now you have uh, leaders like Prashant Kishore coming out and uh, saying that uh, you know it will not be implemented and there will be no NRC. There will be no. uh national register of citizenship uh, in uh, bihar uh, as long as jdu is in power so uh, those statements are being made now even though the actions on the floor of the house uh, was different uh, same is the case with samajwadi party so initially the narrative was that this was a law that was meant to give shelter to those minorities who were persecuted uh, in state in countries like uh, in islamic states like pakistan and um, you know afghanistan and uh, even bangladesh now that narrative has changed because people are linking this law with the nrc now there is an apprehension uh, among the muslims that uh, the national register of citizens is a tool to exclude them from citizenship Uh, the government has many times uh, now said that that is not the case the caa is not taking away anyone's citizenship but rather conferring citizens citizenship status to those who are persecuted but you know that narrative hasn't yet been bought by people at large uh, there is uh, considerable fear and apprehension among muslims Uh, the, uh you know because uh, the home minister at one point of time did say that there is a certain chronology would follow uh, nrc would happen first then you know ca would happen so uh, those uh, comments also sort of added to the confusion though subsequently prime minister did say that his government uh, had not talked about uh, or had not taken uh, any decision of a pan india nrc and the nrc exercise that was done was only restricted to the state of assam and that to under directions from the supreme court but uh, none of these explanations really have really uh, have been bought uh, or have been accepted widely by people and those uh, apprehensions still continue to stay and that's why we see these protests now uh, completing over a month sandeep thanks for joining us thanks for having me over then yeah.